Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself. Everyone, welcome back to another amazing episode of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and I'm excited to have our guest today, another uh, Aussie from down under, an amazing entrepreneur who helps serious business owners take their business exponentially to the next level with low cost, easy to implement strategies. So please welcome my guest, Kevin Hargraves. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hello. Well, thanks for asking me to be here, Phil. Um, yeah, and uh, welcome everybody who's, who's listening. I'm uh, excited to get into knowing you a bit more. I, I read a, a little intro, but if you would be so kind to just introduce yourself quickly to my audience. Okay, so I'm, uh, I guess I've been a successful business owner for more than 40 years. I've always bought businesses that were broke, built them up really fast and uh, sold them. So that's been my sort of forte. Then about six years ago, well, it's a bit now, it's nearly seven years ago when my wife passed away, I thought, what am I going to do? I thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and help business owners grow their business. There's so many people out there in business they're really good at what they do in fact they're great but they've never learned how to run a business and that's where i come in and uh, we get some great results for people providing they they uh, they implement obviously if anyone doesn't implement they fail to, to to get things to happen they get some great results and look they're not really it's not difficult stuff it's just people don't realize it you know Oh, and this is why I love having you on, because you're going to be able to share your over 40 years of expertise, plus what you're doing now, which I'm, I i can't believe. I, I never heard of people buying businesses as a business like that. That just didn't like I heard corporations and they just bring them into the corporation. And then that, that business disappears after five, 10 years, not buying it and then selling it for a profit. This is completely new to me. And this is exciting territory for me. How did you start that kind of business? Well, it all started, I left high school and I got a job in the bank and I was always in the back office. And the last year I was with the bank, I was in the front counter at the teller and there was no credit cards or or FPOS those days, it was check and cash, you know, and I used to see all this cash and checks coming in over the counter, and I used to go, God, I'm, I'm in the wrong job, I've got to get into business, so that's how it started, I bought a little um, wholesale food distribution, we tripled it, sold it as two separate businesses, and it started from there, then I read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I thought, yeah, it's nice, but it doesn't give me the tools that I want, so then I read um, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, I'd no sooner read it and he was touring Australia, all the capital cities, and I went to the one in Brisbane and, uh, yep, and his motto was a business is never done until it's sold. So, you know, that's where I got that from and that's what I did after that, you know. It was wow. interesting. 
that conference is something that just sticks in my mind. There was probably 300 people in the room and he said, uh, put your hand up and tell me your name and what business you're in and how you're going. Well, probably 30 people, I guess, put their hand up and said, you know, I'm Phil and I do podcasts or whatever. And have, Yeah, it's going good, right? Good. So it was 10 to 10. He said, in 10 minutes, we're going to have a break. There'll be tea and coffee and pastries outside. He said, you're welcome to help yourself. But all those business owners have put their hand up and told me that they're going good. He said, this is what I want you to do. He said, down in the foyer, he said, there's four public telephones. He said, I want you to go down there, ring your business and say this. Hi, it's Phil here. I'm going overseas for three months. Handle things, will you? And hang up. He said, now, if you can do that, you've got a business. He said, if you don't, you've got a job. He said, which one do you want? So it changed my whole outlook on business from that day forward. I then signed up to his coaching back in those days, which was just amazing stuff. It was only on like CD, but it was just amazing stuff. At that time, I'd just bought a, um, a, like a pretty much wholesale, some retail landscape supply business that had one old truck, and I built it up in three years to have 14 trucks, three front-end loaders, an excavator, uh, screening plant and we were doing um, we went from one to 14 trucks and went from 200 grand to two and a half million in three years which was pretty good effort and I used basically all these strategies and that's what I still use today because they work in every business I love this. I, I love how you, you have your simple strategy that works in every business. You're able to now, you're taking all the knowledge you have and of building businesses in different niches and different industries. And now you're helping businesses find like, like your, like what it says behind you, uh, find a hundred K in just 45 minutes. That's uh, that's a, that's an incredible offer. And, um, so it was just you. The reason you just jumped in it because I just want to summarize it was you're sitting at the bank and you saw the money coming in and you're like, "No, nah, this is not me." And then one thing led to another, and now you're you, you went to buying multi businesses and uh, making them jump from small to major uh, industries. Yep, that's what we did. So yeah, so um, it was. It's been a great ride with business. I businesses just run through my blood these days. I just. That's my life, you know, like um, start talking to me, I'll ask you about your business and say, well, you know, what about this? Have you done this? And people go, oh, well, what do you mean? No. So, I, 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 sorry to interrupt you. I, I love that because I'm like that with podcasting. Whenever someone has a podcast, I love talking to them about their podcast and learning. I'm like, have you done this to grow it? Have you done this to monetize? So I love that we, we have something similar running through our veins. Yeah, um, yeah. Is there a, a possibly a, a moment in your 40-odd years, your four decades of business that highlights why you do – like keeps you warm on those those tough nights? Because you're, you're, you're probably easy to the ebb and flow of business. You know, it's ups and downs, and they probably the highs and lows don't really bother you that much anymore. But sometimes, you know, you have that down day. Is there a memory or a moment that just you, you just go back to when you do have those bad days? Um. I'm just trying to think. Um, a down day. Um, well, look, you're always going to have day. You know, people say, "How's you? How's your day?" And I say, "Mate, my day's fantastic. Every day is. Some days are a bit worse than others, but I haven't had too many bad days. I had a day where I had an argument with one of my managers. It wasn't really an argument; it was a disagreement of opinion. And he said, "Well, if that's how you think, I don't want to be here." And I thought, "Oops, okay." So he left, and I thought. 
geez, now I've got to try and find someone as good as because he was good, you know. But, you know, I always live by the philosophy that when one door closes, another one opens and it's usually wider. And that's exactly what happens about a week later. So it just shows you, you know. So I think if you can keep on that positive mindset, um, life doesn't get too bad, you know. I like that. I like that how you, even though uh, you have the bad days, you know that something better is coming. And just like around the corner, it just pops in. You just sort of got to make it happen, you know. Like, I don't know, um, something I've always been able to do, you know. From so has that been something that you've been able to do since you like when you started, or was that something that you slowly learned and it became something that you do? Yeah, look, I think it's a bit of a natural ability that I do have, but you know, like it doesn't matter how good you're at anything, the more you do it, the better you get. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what the business, even your podcasting, I'm sure there's something you can do that will make it even better because that's just how it is nothing so good it can't be better so that's what you've got to keep continuing to strive for that's what i've always done and um look it just works if you do it you know something bad happens in some people's life today and they just get so down on themselves that it's just crazy and it's not their fault you know it's just life that's what happens in life you get a bad day i tried not even worry about the bad days that's why i had to think when you asked me i thought hmm. What was that? <laughs> no, I, I love that. I love that you have this uh, ability to let the bad days just flow out out to see if you will, and keep yeah, those yeah, warm, those so. those good memories. Um, while you were transitioning from buying and selling businesses to coaching, did you find it a difficult transition, or was it something that you just again took to it like it was nothing? Look, it took about a year to put together the content that I wanted to have, so I had it in place you know what i mean and i had a couple of clients on the way but um you know like i've got so much content now and i've got so many systems in place that it it um it just runs so much better you know whereas which you know if you if you study the e-myth and michael gerber is all about having systems so things happen and you know you're not chasing your tail run around doing stuff it's 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 just happens in flow you know and that's that's how you got to have a business running. You know, if you want to have time in your life, I use this motto now. I said the definition of a great business, and I made this up, is is a, is a is an enterprise that makes great profits while you don't have to be there. And I think that is the definition of a great business. That that's that that's the definition of great life. Like you don't have to show up and you get paid. That's a great yeah, life. That's it. That's, <laughs> um, that's that's what your ultimate goal should be. I like that. I like that as an entrepreneur. That's something where you probably only learn that with the years of experience that you have. Because when we first start this entrepreneurial journey, we're always so short-sighted because we're worried oh, yeah. about getting to the uh, getting that dollar bill or you know paying that bill. And that we're we're, we're short-sighted. Whereas someone who has the time and the uh, expertise like you, you can see the long long picture. And it's like I don't want to be inside the business. I want to be running the business. That's right. Yeah, we, and that's what happens. Most people, especially if they come from like I don't know different types of areas, whether it be a doctor, a physio, or accountant, they're so busy doing it, doing it, doing it that they just don't get to work on the business. You know, I mean, as I've said before, you can have the best product or service in the world, but if no one knows about it, they're never going to buy it off. So marketing's pretty important in any business. 
However, I see lots of business owners spend lots of money on marketing. And when I say, well, how many sales or how many leads did you get from this? They can't even tell me. I said, well, you know, you're paying here for whatever it is. Let's say it's SEO and it's sending people to your website and they go there and you've got no point of difference from your competitor. So all they do is they have a look, nothing grabs them too much, so they scroll to the next one and probably the next one and you've probably done it yourself. And you go down to four or five and you go, oh, well, this is probably the best of a bad bunch. I'll ring this one or I'll contact this one. You know what I mean? You need to have a point of difference and it just needs to be powerful. I like to use the old Domino's ones. You know, when they started, they used to say, uh, fresh hot pizzas in 30 minutes or they're free. You know, like you see the impact of that. If I've got a pizza hot shop and I do, um, you know, what all the different pizzas are and stuff, but I've got no point of difference. Like Domino's had a point of difference and that's what you have to have. I like that. And how did you come up with your point of difference or, or do you have a process or, or a formula to come up with process of as a point? Well, of I've difference? got a, I've got a software that what we do is, so say you come to me and say, you know, well, what can you do for me and whatever? I say, look, give me four numbers. Give me your gross annual revenue, your gross percentage profit margin and your net percentage profit margin. And if you were to sell your business today, what do you think it would be worth? When I get those four numbers, I plug them into the software and then I run through 12 different strategies and I present them to you. So let's call it uh, market dominating position, which is what I say sets your business apart from your competitor. I run through a little presentation there, which takes a few minutes, takes about 45 minutes to an hour to do that presentation or present it to you. At the end of that section, what I say is, look, Phil, if you were to implement that into your business, what percentage difference do you think it could make over a year? Now, they normally say anywhere from 10 to 15% or even higher. I'll say, look, say you said 15%. I say, look, Phil, I think 15% is achievable. But for today's exercise, how about we just put in 5% and keep it really conservative? Now, what happens is by the time you put in somewhere between 3 and 5% on 12 different strategies, and sometimes I'll go, look, this strategy doesn't really suit your business too much. We'll just put zero in. I'm going to tell you, if it's half a business, I'm probably going to find them 100 grand in extra profit because the compounding effect of 12 different strategies with 3 to 5% multiplies exponentially and people don't realise it. So then I can give them a report and I say, well, this is what's possible. And don't forget, we use really conservative numbers, not what you suggested. In fact, I can do a demo uh, on my website. You can go to it, kevinagros.com.au forward slash simulator. You can go there and you can plug some numbers in and uh, do a 3% or a 2% or 5% difference on all of those categories and it'll bring up a new a new uh, where you're going to be. So it's pretty powerful. That's the easiest way to do it. You know, So people can go there and do that and see, wow, that's amazing. And that lists the 12 strategies. The trouble is most people don't know how to implement them. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It's the hardest thing to implement them if you don't have someone like yourself. Um, And what is it when someone comes to you with their business and they want to start working with you like they they've done through they went to their website they saw the they did the simulation they saw how much it could work what's the first step in the process of working with you kevin so i'll usually do a zoom call like this and i'll then ask them a heap of questions about their business you know where do they really want to take it if i could get them another 20 percent more sales in the next three months 
could they handle it? Because they want 20% more sales, but sometimes the back end won't handle it. So we need to get that sorted as well. There's a lot of little things to make fit together. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like some business, like I just recently worked with a plumber, like on a one-to-one where I went to his place and his wife was there and they, um, uh, they were turning over 620 grand, I think it was, a year, but they were losing money. And then she said, well, you know, why are we losing money? Can you help? I said, I can. Send me a profit and loss and we'll have a look. So I had a look at it and, and you know, I'm not going to mention their name, but um, but their, their wages and their superannuation or whatever you call it in Canada, I'm not sure, something called 401k or something, was um, was 59% of their turnover. I said, there's something wrong here. I said, you mustn't be quoting or you must be underquoting or you mustn't be charging your jobs out or something. She said, no, we do all that, we do all that. So it must be the pricing. She said, it's not the pricing, Kevin. We've been charging this price for 10 years. I said, listen to what you just said. She stepped back a bit and thought, I said, let's call around some of your competitors and see. So we called around some competitors. Yeah, they were charging miles more. So we increased their call-out rate from 66 to 77, which is a 16% increase. We increased their call-out rate $25 per 15 minutes to $35 per 15 minutes. That's a 40% increase. Now, do you think that made a huge difference to their business? And, yeah. <laughs> and they never lost a sale. Like three months later, I was talking about the pricing, and I said, now, do you think the pricing is causing you any loss of sales? She said, absolutely nothing, because she said, you know why? Which I already knew. She said, because they don't know the price. I said, isn't that interesting? The other thing I did with them, they had a list of about, I don't know, I think it was three and a half, what was it, four and a half thousand customers on their database. I said, what do you do with all these? She said, well, we don't do anything. I said, well, do you realise it costs five times as much to get a new client as it does to sell to the one you've already got? I said, how about we set up an email campaign? We'll do a 15 or 12 or 15 week series of emails, you know, about different things. Because I said, here's the problem is someone might ring up and get their drain unblocked. But next year, their, their hot water system goes, and they don't even realise you do hot water system, so they go back to Google again, you know what I mean? Or they might want their bathroom renovated. They don't realise you do that. They only think you do block drains. So we did that. Well, between those two things, that business just almost tripled. Just two things. Two simple things. Engaging and... Uh, so, you know, I usually like to have a look at the business just to see what's going on there and ask questions related to all of those 12 strategies so we can see, because then I usually prioritise. This one will be first, this one will be, you know. Jeez. Um, I, I do want to talk about one of your strategies, one of the 12 strategies you have. We're going to give that as a freebie to the audience to tease them to go to your website, because I do want them to go to the website, see the other 12 strategies. What is one of the strategies listeners listening right now can implement like immediately in their business without having too much work? Well, the easiest strategy to implement, and you can do it today, raise your prices. And you know the problem, the person who has the biggest problem with raising the price is the business owner. The customer doesn't really know the price. So if you put it up, because every dollar you put the price up goes into your bottom line, into your pocket, because it costs no more to produce whatever you're going to sell them, whether it's a service or whatever, just put your price up. That's the easiest one. And the second easiest one is cut your costs. So if I go to a business and we're going to look at cutting costs, 
I'll go to their bank statement and we'll go through the expenses on there and we'll go, hang on, what's this? Oh, that's a subscription I signed up to. I said, do you use it? No. Well, it's 40 bucks a month. Let's delete that, right? So we cancel all that. Go to their credit card, you'll find the same thing. I do a little presentation where I say how to increase your net profit by 58% in five minutes when you leave here. Put your price up 10%. Reduce your cost of goods by 5% and reduce your expenses by 5%. And you get it'll depend on the business and the margin, but it'll give you around about a 58% increase in your net profit. It's pretty powerful. That is that is insane. How just small changes, like just taking a quick glance at your, your credit card statement to see what are the exp- uh, recurring expenses and where you can cut them can can do so much for a, a business. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But, 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 they, but, you know, people just tend to pay them like every month because they reoccur. They go, oh, yeah, that's such and such. But they forget that they don't – I've never used it probably anyway. Or well, they looked at it once and went, oh, too hard. And, and But they still keep paying. It just amazes me. That's insane. That's so insane. So that's the two easiest strategies you can implement today and have them completed by the end of the week. That is some amazing. I can't wait to clip just this this section and share it on Instagram and social media, so all my uh, my audience can uh, start implementing that today. Um, now I, I, we are coming close to the end of the episode, and uh, I always like asking this question because it is um, a little uh, self serving. But uh, I have your ten year old self here, Kevin. Uh, he's standing beside me. We want to offer him one single piece of advice to help uh, young Kevin go through life? What, what, what piece of advice are we offering him? I think the best advice is, is to get advice. The best advice is to get advice from someone who knows what they're doing because you can't know everything. A 10-year-old or 20-year-old or 30-year-old, it doesn't matter what the age, is to get good advice. Now, a 10-year-old, it might be from your parents, but good advice is the key because it puts you on the right path to where you want to go. I think that's the best. I I have to fully agree with that, Kevin. I think that's some amazing uh, life advice. Always stay curious. Always ask questions. Always keep exactly. investing in yourself. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I want you to let my audience know where they can find you, how they can follow you, support you, or even, you know, jump on that call and uh, save or find $100,000 in their business. Oh. So the floor is yours. Yep. Hi, everybody. So you can find me at uh, my website, kevinhargraves.com.au. You can go there and schedule a call with me. We can just have a chat. Tell me what you, where you are, what you want to do. I'm happy to give you a free call. I always do that. Uh, you can download my book or my uh, magazine interview from that website as well. Uh, and there's a bit of information on there that's worth a read. So um, that's the best way to contact me. As I said, you can book a call. And uh, I'll call you, just leave your number and first name. I'll give you a call and we can uh, chat about whatever you want to do to do with your business. Uh, More than happy to do that. I think that's the best way. Um, Or you can email me at info at kevinhargraves.com.au. That's info at kevinhargraves.com.au. Kevin, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast and sharing all your, uh, your wisdom with my audience. More than welcome, Phil. 
Um, to my audience, remember, check out the show notes down below to connect with Kevin, get that free simulation, as well as getting access to his, uh, his books and magazines. I thank you again for listening, and remember to always invest in yourself. Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what i do so make sure you go ahead and check that out but i want to thank you very much for listening and as always remember to invest